This is the No Swear Gamer from YouTube and the Atari 1700 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the Smoky Mountains, the Two Dudes in a Nest, with your hosts, Dude Michael and Dude Justin. Justin. What's up, man? Well, this show is a bit of a long time coming. Uh, I uh, We originally planned on recording this on Mother's Day, and I had a sweet intro. Okay, so I'm going to do it anyways. Is that cool? All right. I'm excited. Right. Let's hear it. So, hey, guys. It's Mother's Day, and, uh, you know, I figured what better way to celebrate Mother's Day than by bringing on my favorite mother... <laughs> My wife. <laughs> All right. That's a good intro. That's a good intro. Okay. All right. Thanks. Mm. I, I figured I could earn a few brownie points. That's nice. That's lovely. Sure. Why not? But let yeah. me give her. Let me give her a real introduction because she's pretty big. She's pretty big time here in the in the radio world, news news outlets and things. So, uh, uh, my wife. Her name is Amber. Say hello, Amber. Hello. Uh, she has been featured on Knoxville's local news outlets, WVLT, WATE, and WBR. <laughs> she nice. is reg- regularly quoted in the Loudoun County News Herald. And her most recent appearance, you might have heard her on the Weekly Law Roundup starring T. Scott Jones. Uh, and that's on 96.3 FM radio. Wow. So, I mean, I really had, there's a lot more that he could have said, but I mean, he actually chose to just, um, you know, pick certain things from my, from my bio. I mean, I, I gave him a full <laughs> bio and, um, as always, you know, I send my bio and they choose to just read the highlights. So right. I guess I'll never get to have my true bio read, but that was good, Michael. Okay, you're welcome. I mean, the the uh, I mean, when you send me like a six page bio, this was only an hour and a half podcast. <laughs> so. Maybe we, if you're lucky, you'll get your bio rhythm read by somebody. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of, I have a lot of thoughts, mostly not associated with this game. Yeah. Uh, although, well, I guess we should say we're talking about Captain Skyhawk. Yes, that's yes, uh, um, although I think this is perfect timing to talk about this game. Oh, yeah? Why, Why is this perfect timing? Okay, well, this game, the premise, spoiler alert, we'll get into it. You're fighting off an alien invasion, right? Yeah, that's right. Guess what's happening this month? Oh, yeah, the government's They're releasing all their alien info. Right. So I think the the, the date is June 25th. Now, spoiler alert, this was just breaking news tonight. I think the New York Times reported that it's basically not going to be that, you know, life-changing, big surprise, right? Right. They're basically going to come say, uh, well, we have no evidence that it's an alien, but it's not us. (laughs) And and then there's going to, that's basically all they're going to say, and there's going to be a, a, um, a classified annex to the oh, report that the public will not. Yeah. So, See, so secretly, Captain Skyhawk, secretly Captain Skyhawk is down in the 
underground of Area 52, ready in his plane as we speak, I'm sure. 51. Exactly. Area, oh yeah, 51. No, no, no he's no. in 52. You're thinking Area 51 where all the aliens 52 are. Is, <laughs> yeah, 52 is one where we don't even, we don't even talk about. Um, <laughs> so unsurprisingly, it's not going to be, probably not going to be that uh, big of a deal when it comes out. Um, I'm still excited. I'm still excited. You know, you and I have been kind of texting back and forth about, you know, UFOs here recently, uh, which who isn't right now, right? It's UFO mania. Yeah. <laughs> or should I say UAP mania? Yeah, that's right. You had to remember but, uh, the new terminology. It's, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it is some interesting stuff out there. Um, what, what, if you're guessing, like if you're, I mean, obviously it's a guess. We have zero clue. <clears throat> Maybe the government does know. Who knows? But we have zero clue what this is. What do you think it probably is? Like in your gut, what do you think it is? Mm, aliens. You think aliens? No, I don't Are you know. saying that I, as a joke? Or you just, yeah. I don't know. I'm about fifty-fifty. It could be aliens. It could be. Uh, I'm thinking sea aliens, like aliens of the sea. You know, deep down in the depths right. of the ocean. Uh, if at all, probably not space aliens. Uh, or it's probably some government somewhere that's got like a new technology. You know, some kind of new aircraft, kind of like we did back in the day. Everybody was like, whoa, what's that? But it ended up being what, the stealth fighter or something? Right. So the stealth, that was one of the, you know, example that I've seen is, you know, they were like, well, the stealth fighter surprised everyone and the Gulf War when we used it. And it had been developed for years um, prior to that. And, you know, here's honestly, what my gut feeling is, is it's us. We know what it is. It's ours. And uh, okay. it's top secret. We're just not letting anybody know. Right? Right. Could be. That makes sense. A smaller percentage, I think, chances that it is actually extraterrestrial or ultra-terrestrial, like you said, the ocean theory. I mean, these things are going in out of the water. Um, that... But I, you know, I think one of the one of the like little theories that floats out there that I think is interesting is that these are not manned crafts; that these are probably like drones, like right. we send, you know, to other planets, and it's just some other planet that's further away than you know us and has the technology to send a drone of some type to us. And probably the least likely, in my opinion, is that it's maybe like Russia or China that has far advanced technology that, that, uh, we, we are just unaware of. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, go America. I mean, I think it's yeah. Britney Spears. I'm just going to go out on a limb. Well, I think it's Britney Spears. She's been underground supposedly all this time held captive by her father. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think it's Britney Spears and maybe Paris Hilton. I don't know. Could be. Those are my thoughts. Could, well, it could be. be Britney Spears. Now, I did see. I don't. You know, Britney. She's. Have you seen like? Well, this is kind of maybe old news now. Can like her like Instagram. Yeah, like her Instagram or Facebook or something like these weird videos she puts up. Yeah, it's old news, but yeah, I remember hearing those things. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's like certified nuts. Yeah. Like she's like nuts, right? I it's think not so. her. Oh, it's, it's not her. Oh, okay. It's the body yeah, it's actually aliens. He's like, <laughs> yeah, there's aliens. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Bringing it back to aliens. Hey. <clears throat> See, this, this, this is what you get. We get our first female guest on the show. <laughs> we find out that Britney Spears is an alien. So. Just exactly. leave Britney alone. Exactly. You know? Yeah, leave Britney alone. Free Brit. I thought we were freeing her. Are we leaving her alone or are we freeing her? Well, we used to want to leave her alone back in the we day. We used to want to leave her alone in about 2008, but now it's Free Britney, but now it's the aliens, you know, right. that have her. Okay. So. Whew. Speaking of right. aliens, uh, Justin, <laughs> do you have any uh, history on this game? Now it's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. All right. Well, I have history and it's in the form of a quiz game. Oh, no. Versus wife. Uh, this is going to be a disaster. Uh, who is gay? This now, is don't worry. Bad. Don't worry. This is a. This is a. This is a. This is a surprise bag of trivia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's not a lot of trivia out there on this game, so um, I don't know that there will be any advantages. Okay. So that's uh, fair. All right. So. Amber, just to tell you the rules, uh, I'm, I know you listen to this podcast all the time, so you know the rules, <laughs> but uh, I just, just to, to remind the listeners, I guess, uh, you buzz in by saying your name um, when you think you know the answer. You can buzz in at any time, but there will be four multiple choice answers. At the time you buzz in, you don't get any any more answers. So if you buzz in before the answers are read, you won't get those answers. Um, and there'll be five questions, and we will get started with question number one. Okay, real quick. All right. Real quick. I typically ring in with Mike. Her name has two syllables. Oh, yeah, so just so true. you know, this this time I'll ring in with Michael. So we each have two syllables. Oh, thank okay. you. I was going to do AM. Yeah, okay, or we can, do, we can do AM. Whatever. You want to do AM and Mike or you want to do, do Michael and Amber? Yeah. Let's do AM and Mike. Okay, all right. Because it is your show. It's your and Justin's show. Fair enough. <laughs> so I will be AM. All right. Here we go. Question number one. The composer for this game is the famous David Wise. Which of the following NES games did he also compose for? Is it A, Double Dragon, B, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, C, Contra, or D, Anticipation? Mike. Mike. <laughs> you are ringing for me? <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to go with Mike here. <laughs> uh, as much as it All pains right, me to say, it was anticipation. That's yeah, this was say. anticipation. That's what I was going to say. I would just say my name. <laughs> Remember, your name is Anne. <laughs> my name is Mike. <laughs> So he did compose the first three games he composed for the NES, Will of Fortune, Jeopardy, and Anticipation. Big game show, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Double Dragon was a red herring there because he did compose Battle Toads in Double Dragon, but not mm, okay. Double Dragon. All right, question number two. The Pentagon is releasing a report on UAPs this month. One case that has piqued the nation's interest is the Tic Tac UFO seen by Commander David Braver off of San Diego. Which ship was he a commander on during that time? Is it A, the USS Nimitz, B, the USS Ronald Reagan, C, the USS Enterprise, or D, the USS Omaha? Am. Am. B. <laughs> it is not the USS Ronald Reagan. Okay. It's D. Wait. Am. I get a chance now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just get all the guesses. If I get it wrong, you can have another shot. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess I'll go with D because she sounded so confident. Okay, well, the USS Omaha has had a UFO sighting, but it was not the one David Traver was on. Am C. Am C is not the USS Enterprise. <laughs> oh, so but well, I wish it was, us. right? Dang it. Yeah. It was the USS Nimitz. Oh. Nobody gets the question. Nobody gets the answer. I hate that. I mean, I could have got right. it. I could have got it right on that. This is the only one left. Well, yeah, technically, that's but that's kind of cheating. That wouldn't be right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Question number three: In what month of 1990 was this game released in North America? Was it A. June, B. July, C. November, D. December? Am. Am. July. It is not July. Mike? Uh, All right. <laughs> uh, November. It is not November, so we're opening wow. back to Am. Am? A? It is A. She didn't even know what A was. She just said A. I knew it came before July. Okay. See, here we go. This is not only a coincidence we're talking about this game because of the U.S. report. This game out, but it's also June of 1990. This game was released, so wow. exactly this game was destined to come out. We're destined to talk about this game, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Right. All Beautiful. right, so so we now have a tied up game with Mike with one and Am with one. All right. Question number four: In the filming of the movie Top Gun, which actor was the only one not to vomit in the fighter jet? And they're riding in the fighter jets. Is it A, Val Kilmer, B, Anthony Edwards, C, Tom Cruise, or D, Tom Skerritt? Am. Am? A. It is not Val Kilmer. Kilmer. Mike, Tom Cruise. (laughs) It is not Tom Cruise. So we go back to Amber. Am. B. (laughs) Yeah. It is B, Anthony Edwards, who played uh, Goose. Talk to me, Goose. Talk to me, Goose. <laughs> <laughs> did not vomit. He was yes. the only actor to not vomit. During Thank their you for not body. vomiting. Is it because he died before he had a chance? Poor Goose. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Huh. He never actually read it once. Um, all right. So Amber has the lead, commanding lead of two to one. Hope you got a tiebreaker right Force the tiebreaker, or Amber wins a decisive victory. 
All right. So this is a this is a tidbit. Uh, I guess you could say not as much trivia. By pressing up, right, down, left, up on which screen provides invincibility for the game? Is it A on the Captain Skyhawk title screen? Is it on B the copyright screen? C the first cutscene or D immediately starting on the first level? Am Am D It is not D Shoot a monkey's tail. Okay, Mike, uh could you read the read it one more time for me? So it's A, the Captain Skyhawk title screen, B, the copyright screen, or C, the first cutscene. We'll go with the first cutscene. It is not the first oh, cutscene. No. Am, B. <laughs> it is B. Amber wins. It is not on the copyright. Oh, no. Come on, Michael. Don't you have some music for this one? I see. Uh, no, you should have I think some I music do, actually. I think I okay. do. Okay. Yeah. Does that work for you? Well, I was talking about victory music, but uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any. All right. Oh. Well, okay. all right. So that concludes our quiz game. We will go to Mike, who may have an interesting story about getting this game. Maybe I do. I just want to say, first of all, had I won, I may have to sleep on the couch anyways. So, not saying I lost on purpose. <laughs> Did you throw but, the uh, game? Did I'm you throw not, the game? I'm not saying that's what mm-hmm. happened. I'm just saying that if I'd lost, I probably wouldn't have made it to the bed. All right. Uh, all right. I do I do have uh, a quest. However, let's go to a, a little quick commercial break first. I'm Tom Arnold, and I'm impressed that you're listening to Two Dudes at a Desk. Now it's time for the thrill of 8-Bit Discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. Yeah, so it's funny you were mentioning things like, uh, you know, UFOs and uh, the release of top secret documents. Because it just so happens uh, that I saw a UFO the other day, um, probably, what, about 10 years ago? Wouldn't you say, Amber? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and you know, it dropped off this beautiful alien sitting next to me, and in her hands <laughs> was a copy of Captain Skyhawk. <laughs> All right. No, but honestly, I think the tr- I think the true story is I think I probably did get Captain Skyhawk with Amber. I think it just kind of yes. came with her. Yes, so. it did. It did. It was, <laughs> it was a package deal. It was probably one of our, you know. I think it was the dowry, even maybe. Yeah, it was. It was truly the dowry. I obtained my copy of Captain Skyhawk Christmas of 1990. Oh, um, fresh after oh, wow. release. It was. My father got this for me for Christmas. I was five years old, um, soon to be six. And <laughs> As it happens. Yes. And, um, you know, it completely consumed my whole Christmas vacation from school and consumed my father's uh, Christmas uh, weekend and my cousins <laughs> and everything else. As we were glued to our tube TV with wood grain mm. sitting in the floor in my parents' bedroom, just crammed in there like sardines. Ah, memories. And it was such a, it was just such a lovely memory. You, you, had, a, you had a much nicer father than mine, I think, when it came to video games. Yeah, my dad became obsessed well, with this yeah. game. 
He did. And in my mind, it actually was not about aliens at all. That's the funny thing. I actually didn't find out it was about alien invasions until much later. So, like, yeah. like last two months week. ago. Yeah, or whenever we started playing the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. What about you, Justin? Well, I'm going to make it a little... I'm going to make a little throwback Okay. when I got this game, uh, something we haven't talked about uh, in a while. I bought this one at uh, the sketchy video game store where I used to live. So, oh, yeah. There you go. It's been a long time since you, we talked about that one. Sketchy video game store, which I don't think is there any longer. I think the last time I was in that area of the country, I noticed it was closed. But just that. Uh, but, uh yeah, so I think I went there one day and they had this one for a decent price and uh, went ahead and bought it. Nice. So. Yeah, it probably came pretty cheap. We'll talk about that later in the show and it comes down to what, how much this game's worth, but uh, probably pretty pretty inexpensive buy. We'll see. You know, it's kind of sad because I'm in the process of moving and that's why our, you know, honest, honestly, why... It's been a little while since we produced an episode because I've been delaying it. And, well, it's not totally uh, you uh, because we are also experiencing the first big daycare sickness in our household. So right. it's been a nightmare. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, we talked about that too uh, off the air. It's like my kids were back in school and then. Then it like it took a little while, six weeks or so, and then we just started passing around every little virus. And so I actually had a some kind of virus last week myself. Probably COVID. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but um, either way, the reason I was bringing that up is because uh, I am now in an empty house in Lexington recording this. Um, there's just a few things left in the house, and I was kind of going through like the boxes that were left. And my copy of Captain Skyhawk was in one of those boxes. So, but nothing to play it on, I assume. No, the, actually, the NAS is still here, but no nice. TV. So. Oh, that's like yeah, that's like some kind of like a purgatory moment or something, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Can't play. There's it, no joystick. So. Oh yeah, yeah, the joystick. Yeah, we got one of those too. By the way, oh, shout out to Nick Ooh. D and his retro gaming vault who hooked hooked us up with the the joystick, the joystick that uh, my wife used back in the day. Yes, it is so, very same, the exact very same. same. One. I don't know if it's the exact same one, but it's the it same. It feels brand. the same. Yeah, it smells the same. It feels the same. The suction cup it smells like butt. It. Um, <laughs> Doesn't stick quite right, especially with the vigor in which I played this game. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that here in a minute. But, uh, yeah, Amber's not easy on the controllers. But, uh, <laughs> it really hurts, both of us, the controller and myself. All right. Well, I guess we can start right. talking. We could probably go ahead and get into the game. But first... Amber, being such the celebrity here locally, uh, can you fill us in on what's the hot thing to do here in town? Uh, you know? Well, you know, I mean, coming from where I am, you know, I'm from a larger city, um, I think, than you all are. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I go, you know, <laughs> I, I travel to Knoxville or the bigger city a lot to uh, have my kicks and always have. Um, but, you know, Recently, I made a trip to what's known as the 
a local uh, valley farm where they make cheese. They have cows and, you know, um, I, I, you know, lots of cheese, lots of cows. That's pretty much all I know yeah. about it. <laughs> Did a tour of this farm. It's a dairy farm. Uh, it's a dairy farm. Yes, locally. And, What's the um, name of it? Sweetwater Valley uh, Cheese Farm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if I could be so exact on well, the I mean, air. If the listeners may want to come visit uh, Well, it is a, actually a great place to go. Sweetwater Valley uh, Cheese Farm. Great family owned and operated since 1987 <laughs> in the area. Uh, the uh, the treatment wait, 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 of... Wait, 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 wait. Are we getting any kind of like uh, advertising <laughs> money for this? Uh, uh, I would strongly I mean, uh, I encourage... Know, I know... I know the people very well that run this, but I'm just going to go ahead and call them or text them and say, uh, we did some pretty heavy advertising. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, the, the, you apparently have forgotten the subtle art of advertisement, Justin. You're supposed to just like out yourself that, hey, this is an ad. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, at any rate, at any rate, um, you know, I came back home after this tour of the um, their new um, establishment yeah. of the robotically milked cows that mm-hmm. they have there. I went and saw this process for myself, which is quite fascinating. It takes me back to the it. days of uh, horse and cow judging. It's not the same. It's a whole different world. These cows don't even move. Do you know why they don't move? Uh, because why? they're happy. <laughs> But, you know, in telling, in telling Mike about this <laughs> once I got home. You can call me Michael, by the way. It's just for the game. Okay. We just do, we just okay. Do well, in telling Michael about this and I got home, um, you know, he brought up some interesting history that I didn't know about you all. And oh, here we go. Yeah. I just can't get over it. So um, if Michael wants to share this. Uh, I think I mean, it's not it a, over to him. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, it was, I just, mean, it was to me. Uh, we judged horses and cows. You know, we're in the FFA. And I said you were in the FFA. Yeah. Future Farmers of America, Justin and I. What? <laughs> That's right. You know, I mean, we where I'm from, they typically don't. Uh, there's not many that go to the FFA. I mean, they're, you know, literally farmers, or at least they work at the co-op. Um, well, speaking of working, I worked at the co-op. Yeah, just worked at the co-op. <laughs> oh, wow. Huh. Yeah. Well, that is perplexing. <laughs> it just show, it goes to show you, uh, you know, these big city girls, they don't know what it's like down down, yeah. down in the farm right. like us. Right, right. Uh, I, uh, I even had the jacket, the FFA purple jacket. Purple? Yeah, it's purple. purple. Purple and corduroy, actually. Wow. To keep you warm in the wintertime. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was always to come down to your waist. It was a very short jacket. Oh, yeah. Um, I to, yeah. Huh. I forgot about that. You, you had to put in the waist length uh, because uh, you had, it, like, cinched up at the waist. Wow. That's impressive. Right. You don't. You sound a little bit sarcastic. That's fine. I mean, you I'm really sure you all, all learned impressed. a lot of skills from that. I mean, I did participate in 4-H yeah. in elementary school, but. I mean, I do know, uh, I do know a little bit about the withers of a horse. I don't know what that is. <laughs> the I withers. know about the teats of a dairy cow. Well, I, I do now after my experiences last Friday. Uh, would, which, which, and, would you, uh, uh, let me ask you this, Amber. Would you rather be a teat judge or a withers judge? <laughs> I don't know what a wither is, so I guess just answer, the, just answer the question. Teat judge? Teat judge, okay. 
After seeing what these you. little women go through. Yes, I have a lot of a lot you of do. respect for the cows. Um, teat. Teat. You can judge the teat. I'd say Speaking you can judge the teat. Speaking of cows, uh, that's exactly how I got my uh, FFA jacket was I sold, uh, as a fundraiser, I sold tickets for Cow Patty Bingo. <laughs> now, okay, hold on. First of all, are these cookies, like Cow Patties, like no-bake oatmeal? Because no. no. to me, that's a Cow you Patty. sell tickets. So you take a cow, you take, so you take an actual white cow. You do know that a game, a game, of, like a game of bingo, correct? Yeah, I know, but okay. what bingo is, yeah. yes. It's so they, they take this, like, area of a grass field, um, and they square off, you know, 50 squares. I don't know how many squares there were in total. And uh, people buy tickets to, you know, it's just like a football board. You get a square. Well, you get, and, uh, I, thought they, I thought they actually did it like bingo cards, didn't they? No, I think you bought tickets and you get that square. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, it works. And then they just let the cow go in there. And then wherever the cow poops, <laughs> and what's, if, if it poops in your square, you win. <laughs> cow ready wow. to go. Oh, my and, goodness. Uh, I think our ag teacher, would, uh, like, he... He did this like at the at the high school. He, like brought a cow. Wow. Yeah, it was next to the football field. Wow, <laughs> they did this on the school grounds. That's even more hard to believe. So, uh, Dang. Yeah. And now after seeing a cow, you know, uh, defecate, um <laughs> that brings so a whole that brings a whole new realm <laughs> to that, uh, to me. Mm-hmm. Because you know, it's not like a plop. I mean it's like a a shower, you know, of poop <laughs> coming from their butthole. Um, the squares are big. Yeah, One of them actually pooped several times in front of me there as I was watching them through the glass. Wow. But yeah, wow. Well, no wonder you got that nice fancy corduroy coat. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's somewhere. I still have it somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, that's a collector's. Amber talking, you're using like words like defecate stuff. I, I, this is not how you talk, uh, non podcast. So I'm, it's a little bit weird. I think you got the law roundup in, in your head a little bit. You're still you're still in law roundup mode. Justin Justin may be a doctor and I may be an engineer, but there's no lawyers going on around here. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I was almost yeah. a lawyer. That's true, actually. Almost, almost. but almost doesn't count. Uh, it counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Speaking of grenades. How about we talk about this game? How's that for a a segue? I like it. Time to dig in to some good old-fashioned game discussion. All right. As always, I like to begin the game discussion with a little read from the manual. All right. Now, get the manual pulled Okay, good. Uh, we just pulled it up as well. And considering how uh, nice and proper my wife has been so far on this episode, I think no better person to read it than her, right? Yeah, but I just want to say before uh, before you do that is on the the uh, box art, which is on the, the front page of the manual, uh-huh. Captain Skyhawk, his eyes are closed. 
He's squinting. He looks a little squinty. He's squinting because he's really focused, <laughs> you know, on like we're defending. Yeah, Lori's dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's really bright up there. Yeah. He does look like he has a bit of jaundice. Just a touch. He does. He looks sick. On <laughs> the dead end. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Just wanted to bring that up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Good observation. All right. So, Amber, do you care to read the story of Captain Skyhawk for the dear listeners? From the top. Is Earth doomed? Aliens have secretly invaded our planet. Their mission, destroy Earth. In remote corners of the globe, these evil invaders have built four land bases, each designed to drain Earth's energy and feed it to their space station. In just a few days, the power drain will be complete. Then the alien space station will vaporize Earth with a deadly laser blast. Mm. Oh, sound effects. Only you can stop this horror. You must fight with the alien forces, destroy the enemy bases, and blow up the alien space station. But how, you ask? Our top scientists have created a special fighter jet just for you, the F-14 VTS. Whether you're soaring over mountaintops on at March 3rd or... <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're sort over the mountaintops on March 3rd or at Mach 3, whichever one, yeah. (laughs) It's okay. Or or floating in hover mode, your F 14 VTS will measure up to any challenge. It's equipped with a spy satellite viewer that lets you see your plane from above as you fly it. And it's loaded with incredible weapons. Additional firepower is available at your over space station. Nobody said it would be easy. <laughs> no, not a soul. Not a soul. These devious nope. aliens will attack you with everything they've got. Go ahead, Justin. With every, what? <laughs> you want Justin to take over? Okay, go ahead, Justin. You can take over. He said something. Oh, he was just saying. Hey, oh, from a conventional planes yeah. and tanks to the most bizarre alien weaponry, you must be ready for anything. After destroying the enemy bases, you face your final challenge, the dreaded alien space station. There's only one weapon powerful enough to destroy it, the top-secret neutron cannon. Mm. Unfortunately, our scientists haven't finished developing it yet. They're working like crazy in underground caverns (laughs) to complete the project. (laughs) But they need your help. As you didn't have enough to do, you must drop much-needed supplies to them before the secret weapon can be completed. Have fun, Captain. It's time to fry some aliens. Mm, Beautiful. Well done. I like the slight that they threw in there, like, as if you didn't have enough to do. Uh, I know you're trying to like fight all these aliens and stuff right now, but could you get could you deliver us a pepperoni and cheese yeah. here? Uh, we're trying. Yeah. To, we're down. Yeah. We're down here in the in the underground trying to yeah, whip up caverns. this neutron cannon. In the caverns. Yeah. Do I continue? No, we're that's good. Okay, thank thank great. you very much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that really sets the stage. And if I had been able to read, you know, uh, to this level in December of 1990, maybe. I would have known the true background of the game, but unfortunately I didn't. And I thought that this was the Gulf War. So, um, and not aliens. Which would have probably made me less interested in it if I knew it was about aliens. 
honest, to be honest. But I, I can kind of understand that because apparently the aliens just drive around in our equipment, like helicopters and planes. And I mean, it's quite <laughs> strange, really. I mean, I just imagined, you know. Well, it's a, it's a mixture of things. There's like, there's some things that look like advanced things. Like there's this, there are like the circular, like they look like actually rims that go on a car. Um, you have very, like objects, but then there's just, yeah, there's, there's like these RC cars, um, and helicopters. Yeah, it's weird. So the gist of the game, and uh, we haven't really talked about what the game actually is. It is a, like a top down, well, it's a, several things. It's a, it's a shooter, like a airplane shooter, right? But there's top down segments. There's segments that you, from behind the plane, a la Top Gun for NES. And then there's also like docking segments. Which, which is are, one of my favorites. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it's, I mean, it gives you a little bit of variety. Yeah. Uh, and the different ways you can play it. Uh, we'll come back to the manual here in just a minute. But, uh, Amber, you touched on a little bit. Uh, you had some, you played it in your childhood. I did not. Justin, did you play when this, this when you were a kid? No, did you know I about didn't it? play it until later. No, not until yeah. later. Um, I mean, you know, I just have these great memories of, you know, not just during that Christmas break that I got the game, but every day I come home from school and my mother would plug this game up for me. Um, on our little tube TV, and I would just sit there and play it for hours, usually for about two and a half hours. And I mean, at that point, I could beat the game. I could really beat the game. And I had my joint stick, as I call it, joystick. Um, and, you know, to me, that was essential to beating this game and to really get the full feel of it. Um, now I can't beat it. <sighs> Uh, in my older age, I think it's just the tightness of my fingers. Back then, my fingers were nimble like a little elf. But, <laughs> you know, I, I just I have such good memories of that and memories of with my dad and my mom even tried to play it once or t- maybe twice and my cousins. And I mean, it was just great fun. You know, my dad always loved shooting things. And, you know, to me, it was just a time to be together and shoot things. Um one thing I always recall is when you go to pick weapons, I always pick the Maverick. I never picked anything else, just the Maverick. Yeah. And I still do to this day. I don't even know how to use it, but, you know. <laughs> you know, I. Uh, that's a good point. So th- this game has a bunch of different <laughs> weapons. I'll pull the manual back up so we can get a look at them. Um, but it's got a bunch of weapons. I don't really know what any of them do. I guess I probably sh- we probably should have opened the manual because I don't ever use them either. Uh, it's got the cannon, which is like your normal gun that you use all the time right uh and i don't know about you but we always turn on the rapid fire on the controller always that's a must because you cannot win even one level without rapid fire well we can't i'm sure there's people out there who can but i it's i mean we're in our 30s you know we don't need to be like pushing the button over and over again or waiting on the bullets to go out really slowly we're setting in yeah, yeah, we got uh, we got better things to do. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of tricks to it too. Just <laughs> holding in the valley, you know. You can hold it in the valley and then shift to the right, and hold it in that valley and shift to the left. And you really don't even have to deal with anything. Just keep your finger on that rapid fire, and you can make it to the the base. Yeah, hug hug the mountains. Hug the mountains. Uh, what's oh, crap? Oh, man, I forgot. I was singing some song. What was I singing when we were playing that game? Uh, something about the mountains. I don't know. I'll think of it here in a minute. But I, Hug every mountain. Yeah, yeah, 
that's it. <laughs> I feel like I did that on every level. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what the weapons do. There's a cannon. There's Phoenix air intercept missiles. There's the Maverick. There's the Maverick air to ground missiles. There's hawk yeah. bombs. Are you making fun of my missiles comment? I am. So, what's interesting to me is like the the course design and like what is it really? I don't know. And that it's like this futuristic like world, but then there's like palm trees every now and then. And then, like, mm-hmm. there's a level, the second level, or the third level that has, like, you know, uh, got some pyramid. I guess it's Egypt. It's got some pyramids, got yeah. some sphinxes. Mm-hmm. And the aliens are using the pyramids to uh, try to kill you because yeah. they the top pop off and they throw the feet out of it. It's great. Uh, but it's just an interesting style design to the levels in that they kind of. Didn't really, uh, it's like these squared off areas that are like kind of weird. I don't yeah, know. Like, I guess it's every, there's like different corners of the, of the earth, right? Like I said, the aliens are putting their bases in remote places of the earth. Right. And so, you know, whenever you do the fighter jets, you know, in the water, to I mean, it's like you got the Black Sea, the Red Sea, the Blue Sea. All the different colors of all the All the sea. seas. <laughs> You know, yeah. and so it represents, you know, each different part of the world. I mean, it's a unique game. I know there's not a big following, but. Um, well, it's funny. I think uh, there was a, there may be a comment later from the listeners in our, when we get to feedback. But I think one of the listeners said it pretty well. It's one of those games that a lot of people had, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody ever talked about it for some reason. Right. Like, right. I never heard about it. I never I never played it. But now. Now that the world of the internet exists, apparently it was a game that a lot of people had. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I only had about four different games, and, you know, this was by far my favorite. Um, you know, and there was always that Brendan that nobody could seem <laughs> to beat. You know, I tried so hard to beat Brendan, but, and he's still there, that little guy. He's always there at the top of the high at score the list. Top. Yeah. You know, he must not have much of a life. They were really uh, bringing in the inclusion in 1990, uh, Rare developing uh, this game, and that the high score list, I was reading it earlier, all dudes, except for the very bottom, (laughs) they threw in Carol. I know, Carol. (laughs) Oh, Carol. (laughs) Oh, Carol. We're going to, yeah, yeah. We're going to include a, a woman to, you know, make it a little equal, but she's definitely the worst. Yeah. That's what they're right. saying. Mm-hmm. I, the, the, the Brendan score, though, that going back to Brendan, it's like so high. Like and million or something. Yeah, uh, it's way <laughs> above the, what you would get in a normal run. I mean, it's impossible. Yeah, it just seems impossible to get. So that, and then so there's a, there's a level, I can't remember which level it is. Maybe one of you guys can remind me. I think it's level three. Where all of a sudden the game just speeds up and goes yes. really fast. Yes. And there's this red plane that chases you throughout the whole mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I named him Brendan. Obviously. Uh, and so and every, you kill it and it just won't go away. He just keeps coming back. Uh, and that level, it's just, there's yeah. like a weird difficulty spike right there. Uh-huh. Uh, fortunately, when you die, this level slows down. It slows, slows down. back down to the normal speed, but Brendan is still there. Mm-hmm. He chases you and then he shoots out his butt and then kills you. Mm-hmm. He like flies right on you. Typical Brendan. Typical Brendan. 
He's too cool to be Brandon. He's Brendan. Right. Sorry to anybody out there named Brendan, but uh, your parents named you something a little, little hoity-toity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways, so the the levels they kind of follow like a sequence. You do you go through the sequence twice, right? So the first level, you go to destroy an enemy base. So you just fly through the level until you get to the end and you destroy the base. And then you get to do the behind the plane Top Gun style uh, game. And then you got to dock. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of kind of starts all over again. But instead of dropping supplies, you pick up a scientist. And then it kind of all this cycles. It keeps doing that cycle over and over again until finally you destroy the space station. Now, I have beat it. I beat it one time. Uh, not this most recent time, but Amber... One of the one of the times that we were playing it before I had beaten it, I was a little bit disappointed at the space station. I don't know if you guys watched any videos or anything, or if you Amber, yeah. if you remember the space station. But it's basically the same space station that you mm-hmm. dock in, mm-hmm. except for you got to destroy, you shoot bits and pieces of it instead. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it seemed really easy compared to the rest of the game. I don't know. Yeah, Justin, yeah, did you make no, it far? I, that far? I agree. I mean, no, I didn't make it that far, but just watching videos, I mean, I agree. It, it doesn't, it's not, not very impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of anticlimactical, you know, when you consider that it is the end of the game. Yeah. It just yeah. seems a little, seems a little shoehorned in, right? To me, picking up the scientist is the highlight. Watching the little man walk out. Yeah. Now I'll tell you, we're, we're, I'm going to jump ahead just a little bit to the music. Uh, because the highlight of this game to me is the music that plays yeah. whenever you get to the boss yeah. of the level. Right. Yes. It okay, is awesome. I was going to bring God, this up it's too. epic. It's so epic. It's awesome, and then, but that's the only music that it ever plays. Other than the Priceline Negotiator song. Priceline Negotiator. Did you, did you <laughs> rec- when you're, when you're uh, selecting your weapon. Or- yeah, did you recognize that one? Uh, no, I didn't. Right. Um, I'm going to play it real quick. I've got it queued up so we can okay. play it. You tell you, Justin and listener, tell me this has this definitely sounds like the price. We can't unhear it. I can't unhear it. Anyways, here you go. What do you think? Yep. Definitely. Yeah. The Priceline owes David Wise some, some uh-huh. royalties. Say he should sue them uh, for that. But as long as we're listening, let's go ahead and listen to uh, let's listen to that uh, the music for that, that boss fight. Of course, everybody heard it at the beginning of the, of the show, but here mm-hmm. it is again. This is what happens when you get up to the boss, right? Yeah, and you're get, you get pumped up. Yeah, the nucleus is firing at you, and all the little things are firing at you. Yeah, and then right when you like, you're really feeling it, it just hits you with this part coming yes. up right, right here. Yeah, you're like, yes, I can do this. I can do this. And then it goes. I just love that song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really good. It's weird because, like, the- like you, like you said, Justin, there's not. Uh, there's not a lot of music in the game, really not much of right. any music in the game. Sparse, yeah. But this song is one of my, it's probably, it's so short. It's like 30 seconds long. And it's one of my favorite little jingles on the NES. Oh, it's, it's just awesome. How nice. Uh, you're, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. 
thank you for introducing me to the jingle. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It's like, it's so good. And then it's just, uh, I enjoy though. It's like the pinnacle is when you, you know, when the wings flap backwards and it plays another little jingle. Oh yeah. Uh, it's probably this one. It's the success jingle. It's probably this, this one here. Is it this one? Nope. That's like the weapon slug. That's right. That's something. No. No. Hold on. I'm going to find it. No. no. It's one of these. Right. Okay. Well, I don't have that one. Sorry. All right. Oh, well. <laughs> that was a waste of 15 seconds. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> I'll never get that time back. Uh, all right. Anyways, I just wanted to go ahead and jump to music, but uh, outside of that, it's kind of disappointed that there's no music in the game. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, it it kind of works too, I guess, because there you're you hear the sounds of the plane and the kind of drums on, and actually, no, it doesn't work at all. It's really it's really kind of boring. It's one of those games where yeah. if it wasn't for that song that shows up at the boss fight, I'd turn on something else, like some other kind of music while I play the game. But I need to hear that boss music, otherwise, I'm not beating it. No, I agree. I, I think that uh, it's it's just so good, and it's just so little uh, to do, to do with this game. There's so so little involvement of music in this game, and they had a great composer, and um, that composer made a very catchy and good song, but he uh, they only used them for a very limited amount. Yeah, so, I guess that's on rare. Yeah, that's on rare for that one. What'd you guys think of the graphics? Like, any, any comments on the graphics of the game? So I actually thought the graphics were really good, uh, especially like the sprites for the for the jet and all the um, all of the. Uh, other like alien craft, I guess you could say, or uh, helicopters. Um, but I still think that the levels were just weird to me. That was the only thing that that uh, just the mountains being so squared off. I just it was just a weird it's like all the tiles. Yeah. It was just a weird thing to me. Mm-hmm. They could have done better, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, the shadowing is a little strange. You know, with the peaks and the valleys, but I guess for the time that it was in, it was okay. Yeah, nineteen ninety—that was five thirty-one year. years ago. Yeah, five years into the lifespan of the NES. So, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think the sprites and stuff are are really good. Like that's probably one of the better better parts of the game graphically. The levels—I had trouble with some of the levels. I feel like they were pretty bland. Um, yeah. And I felt like sometimes they like there's a purple and a pink level, and they're like really hard to see what's going on. And then Brendan's in there with his red Ugh, airplane. He's so ridiculous, <laughs> and it's hard to see. Uh, so there's some design choices in the graphics department that I was not a fan of. But I agree, the sprites are are pretty pretty awesome, especially the airplane. Your your airplane is really really, really cool. It's really spot on. Yeah, and the sh- and Amber mentioned the shadowing. Yeah, there is something weird going on with like the shadows. Yeah. Because I had trouble on occasion doing the supply drops because it, I felt like it was supposed to be dropping in a different spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was definitely a little off. Yeah. Okay. Glad I'm not alone. 
You are not alone. <laughs> That's exactly what was popping in my head. Here with you. This is a very musical episode. Hey, do you remember Crab Mendoz? Far apart. Uh, yeah, he played. Uh, where where was he from? I I, I remember talking about Crab Mendoz because somebody looked like him. But yeah, I don't okay. remember what it was. So, Crab Mendoz was one of the reason I thought of him is because Michael Jackson. Crab Mendoz was one of Grant's friends, if you recall. Uh, I, don't know uh, if okay. I don't know if we've mentioned Grant on the podcast before, but I know we've mentioned a Crab Man. But Crab Mendoz was almost an exact copy of Crab Man, looked just like him. And uh, there was a night when uh, we were all like in the apartment that we lived together in on uh, there in downtown Knoxville. And Crabman Dose just he just had it in him. He just started singing Man in the Mirror. And not just Oh, I forgot I remember that night. Yeah. <laughs> not just not only was he singing Man in the Mirror, but we had like a a balcony that looked over the living room in this apartment. It's like a two story yeah. two story apartment. It's like a balcony that looked over the living room and like a spiral staircase that came down from it. Yeah. And he was like putting on a show. He was like on the balcony, singing oh, yeah, his man was. in the mirror. And <laughs> like he was his like, moment. yeah, it was like his moment. He and he had some. He did some like he somehow used that spiral staircase in his show. And we, it, <laughs> I wasn't exactly. I don't know. I wasn't exactly thrilled by it. I wasn't, uh, you know, just really enjoying it. I think I was in just such a state of shock that I just couldn't take turn my eyes away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, Grant was was Harpo Marx Grant's friend as well. Yeah, or was Harp, that Harpo. Yeah, Hansy. Harpo. Mar- no, no, Harpo was both Grant and Hansy's friend, I believe. Yeah, uh, Harpo. <laughs> Harpo was the one that shoved me through the front window of our uh, of our apartment. Yeah. Right, he got a little zealous with the uh, with, with the game, with the, yeah, whatever the game that was being played. Right. Yeah. And but, yeah. that we'll say that that's a story for another day. I think that may be a Patreon. He looks just like Harpo Marx. <laughs> yeah. He did look like Harpo Marx. Curly hair and all. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Anyways, uh, anyway. final thoughts on the game. Anything else we need to say? It's really not, there's not a lot to the game. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's about the emotional ties to the game and the memories that I've now, you know, shared with Michael with oh. the game. And hopefully one day oh, our child, cool. you know, if he's able to. Um, oh, yeah, he's going to hate it. He's going to be like, what's this stupid game? Well, no, I'm <laughs> going to force him. I'm going to force him. He's like, geez, mom, there's no, there's no like virtual reality in this game. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. No, what, oh, I don't know. I don't know how how you're supposed to do kids on games. You you know you've got kids that probably play Animal Crossing or something. I don't know. But do you start mm-hmm. do you start them on the NES and just like make sure they play the classics first? Uh, well, you know, my my kids did, but my kid, and I think it's just common with kids. It's all about like these role playing games nowadays. It's like all about the. You know, these games where you can build up houses and literally have jobs in these games. It's like, I don't know. It's just okay. weird. Huh. I, I don't, yeah. Animal Crossing is kind of that style of game. You know, it's kind of this, you know, you're building up your character and all this. And I don't know. It's just never a game that I, it's kind of, you know, it's all like Sims. I guess Sims is that first, like, you know real life role playing game and now like it's a very popular genre yeah. that my kids are really into and uh, I don't get it 
But. Yeah, I'm more of a, I like to escape into the game. I don't want to like escape into something that mimics my real life. Well, you don't want to become the game. Right. And you don't Do you want know the what game. I mean? And I think that's a big, um, well, maybe that's for a different show. Maybe that's for Dr. Phil. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Sometimes we do a segment called Ask Dr. Justin. We can bring it up mm-hmm. on there. Although the questions on that I, uh, are not exactly. Yeah, uh, it's usually like serious. left hand or right hand or something like that. <laughs> um, there's uh, no, um, no, my kids do play a lot of Mario and a lot of Mario Kart. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, one more sad, one more story about kids and video games. This is a sad one. Uh, and this one will tie, tie Crabman yeah. back in. Um, tangent alert. Uh, Crabman just told me yesterday or the day before that his son, Elliot deleted their save game on Mario Odyssey and they had like almost 700 moons. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Although oh I told my gosh. what I, what I told him is every kid has to experience it at least once as they grow up deleting a save game. Every kid does it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you've experienced it. I'm sure Scott will do it one day. Well, it's just, uh, you should take it as an opportunity to do it better. That's right. That's what I told him. I said, just, uh, just think you get to do it all over again. Fresh. Yep. It's like a brand new game. <laughs> I don't for some reason he didn't see it that way anyways yeah <laughs> <laughs> remember uh, you know and I, this may have happened during this but you remember how high pitched crab man would sometimes get when he would uh, get very angry <laughs> oh yeah Oh, I did. I certainly remember. Uh, most most often happened on our way back from uh, tennis uh, away games. Right, right. right. I'll oh, never yeah. forget my favorite. Okay, we'll move on and we'll finish. We'll finish out the, the game discussion after this. Okay, but I'll never forget. We would always ride back from uh, these tennis away games that we would have. Uh, we'd ride back mm-hmm. with we, we, your mom would drive or maybe Josh's mom would drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we would always be in the back seat and um, we would drive by like a transfer truck. Cause we knew Josh was into cars, right? He wasn't right. into trucks necessarily. He was into like, <laughs> like exotic cars and stuff. But every time we would drive, we would pass the transfer truck. We're like, oh, Josh, did you see that? Did you see that truck? It was a sweet truck. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing This is, is because we would be, you know, driving to these tennis matches and he would be like pointing out these cars and we're like, oh yeah, I guess it's a cool car. And so to counter that, we would start pointing out the, uh, you know, transfer trucks. Really cool trucks. Sweet truck. (laughs) 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 Poor Josh. Oh man. Yeah. Poor Josh. All right. Uh, Amber, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of people out there that feel like you do. I think Captain Scog probably has, a, has some nostalgia. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. Nostalgia. 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 <laughs> uh, probably a lot of people have that nostalgia for Captain Scog. Um, but the biggest question yeah. that we need to ask is, is this game worth it? Justin, can you let us know how much this game goes for? Oh, to me, it's priceless. Yeah. On price charting, they don't think it's priceless. They think it's worth. <laughs> it's almost worthless. Yeah, that is the loose price. Well, you, but you, get the whole, price. you can get the whole thing for twelve dollars and forty-five cents. What's a graded price? <laughs> just, just like the graded, pr- the graded price is. Game. 
Yeah, this is this may be the cheapest game on the NES. The graded price is the biggest shocker to me. A graded copy, which Amber, that means that it's it's brand new and like they've certified somebody has like certified it and like said it's in mint condition, whatever. It's like the best the best NES game you can get, right? The best quality of this game that you can get is 150 bucks. So, what would be a graded price of the most expensive graded price? Oh, I don't Gosh. know. I don't know. Little Samson may thousands of dollars. Yeah. Wow. My goodness. I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think of one that might actually be graded. What a range. Let's see what Little Samson is. I don't think like. Uh, well, I don't even know who Little Samson is. There you go. Graded. Oh, like, oh my goodness. Graded price of graded price of Little Samson's thirteen thousand two hundred eighty six dollars. Yeah, I'm surprised it's that low. Actually, yeah. the, the well, way collectors are going right now with like cards and everything and these NFTs, like I'm surprised it's actually that low. Everything yeah. is just the prices of everything is just outrageous. That's true. I'm gonna look, okay. Stadium events, which typically is higher, uh, if you had a copy of Stadium Events. Yeah. Uh, that graded price is. Wait, wait, I got a sound effect for this. Hold on. $117,115. <laughs> yeah. So, that's, so that just goes to show you Captain Skog at $149. That's a steal. Right. I mean, I wouldn't take $117, $115 for it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. What was it? It was, uh, uh, what was the, um, Mike Trout card that just went for like $1.8 million or something like that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't see Cards that. Cards were worthless for years and now all of a sudden they're extremely valuable again. People just have too much money right now. They're just, they have too much money to blow. Now, well, I don't know if I, you saw this, but the Target has uh, stopped carrying trading cards, including Pokemon cards, because they were having some issues with people fighting. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know Pokemon cards are, are a big deal right now. I don't know why, but they are. Now, I will say, Amber, if uh, you know you said that this game's priceless to you, uh, you would not take $117,000 no. for it. I'm just here to tell you right now, if somebody offers me $117,000 for it, that game is probably going to disappear. Yeah. We're going to buy another one for 255 Exactly. We'll just go out and right. buy another one for $255. Maybe we shouldn't publish that. That's uh, true. True. Yeah. I, you know, what usually happens is after we release our podcast episode and everybody hears it, the price just That's shoots. To it, buy. Yes. Yeah, the price yes. skyrockets. Way up. Skyrockets. Supply, supply yeah. and demand. You know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah, not true. But eh, anyways. All right. You guys want to do retrofitted trophies? Sure. You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies. It's hard not to sing along, huh? Yep. All, All right. right. No jinx. Uh, I will say, well, I did not explain this to Amber, so she probably didn't come with any. Uh, but Amber, trophies? What, yeah, what we do in this, in this you'll, you'll get an idea from uh, from Facebook here. Uh, but basically, what what you do is, if something happens in the game, like say you you defeat Brendan, okay, you you blow up Brendan's spaceship, 
then Brandon. Then that would be something you could earn a trophy for, but then we have to give it a name. Right. So, for example, Justin, what would we call blowing up Brendan? We just call it blowing up Brendan. And well, I have one for that, so I can give you an example. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Beating Brendan's score actually is what I had, but uh, okay. and that is George the Jungle is the trophy name. Because okay. Brendan Fraser played George the Jungle. Okay, all right. I was about to say I do not get that, but gotcha. Yeah, that's good. I, I think I like uh, I think I like blown up Brendan. It's got some good alliteration there. I'm gonna go with blown up Brendan, and that is shooting down the red plane in level three. Nice. So you see, you kind of get an idea. I don't have any other ones. That was the one I got. I got one. Okay. Ballbuster. That oh. is uh, beat the uh, beat the uh, um, the. Uh, Base in the first level. Yeah, it looks like a pile of balls. Shooting those big balls. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, we did get a few on Facebook. Our, our uh, listeners are going to uh, save us here uh, since we didn't have many ourselves. All right. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Cleva Vidal says, be kind and recycle. Uh, and that is throw the game in the recycling bin, uh, not the trash can. Well. Oh. I mean, it is America. We're entitled to our own opinions. Yeah. Just because you're stinks, Jesse, doesn't mean you're not entitled to it. All right. Yep. Uh, Nick DeMarco, thanks for the joint stick, says, Captain Piehawk, play the game while enjoying your favorite pie. Now, Nick, I know you're trying to trap us into talking about pies again, and we're just we're gonna skip right over it. No, nope, it wrong totally timing. worked. I want to talk about pies. There's right, there's apple summer, the, pie, um, a Dutch a apple pie, apple. yeah, a Dutch apple pie in the summertime with some ice cream. There's nothing wrong with that. I went to Sam's the other day, and they had a. a Apple pie, and you can imagine because it's Sam's how large that pie was for nine dollars. <laughs> I can imagine, it's huge. Yeah, Amber, Amber, favorite pie, go peanut butter pie. Oh, okay, that's interesting. That's a good choice. And, you that's know, choice. I don't ever get it now that my you know step grandmother died. Mm. You know, my mom makes peanut uh, butter pie. It's not the same. Mm. <laughs> Case in point, husband, wife, right there. There you go. <laughs> Mother-in-law can't make the peanut butter pie. I get it. I mean, she's my step-grandmother. It's not like it was uh, she was that close. She just made a good pie. I'm not saying I locked her. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Now, now that we're digging deep into the family history of the step-grandmothers and stuff. <clears throat> all right. Back to the back to the the, the, the uh, retrofitted trophies. <laughs> Yes. Sean Muldowney says, OMG, this is one of those games I could never remember the name of recently that I loved as a kid. Oh, I feel um, you, Muldowski. Is that the trophy? Uh, no, I think that was meant for the That's other. just, uh, yeah, commenting out of their heart. All right, Justin, I'm going to ask you to take over for a second because I'm about to have a coughing fit. All right. Uh, Nick uh, DeMarco says, for West Virginia, and that is struggle to play this game on a subpar flight stick. Joint stick, as uh, Amber would call it. Chuck said, "Flight stick at Nick Stevens' noggin." And uh, Nick Stevens says, "Just remember where Chuck Yeager was from, buddy." Was Chuck Yeager famous pilot who actually just recently passed away? Oh, uh, he. Uh, but anyway, um, 
he uh he was i guess from west virginia but anyway so nick demarco uh is when you're struggling to play on a subpar flight stick that's not the one you sent us right because uh you know i struggle to play with that stick it's just because i don't have the practice i think but maybe you sent us a subpar flight stick and he sent us another one Mm. No, I think it's because I'm really too hard on that stick. Yeah, you're pretty hard on that stick. Let me tell you. So Amber, she plays. She, uh, I don't know. uh, You know, she she got the game when she was five, right? She still plays it, kind of like a five year old, right? She'll she'll grab it real all games. Really, it doesn't matter if it's the joint stick or controller. She grabs it real hard. She like grits her teeth and like Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like the harder she pushes on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm almost shaking. I squeeze everything so hard and hit everything so hard, and so I'm good for one round, and I'm like dying of pain. you know, that intensity, that drive, it's deep in my soul. <laughs> I don't know how to erase it, but I don't know if I want to. That's hmm. fair. That's fair. All right. Yeah. Back to the list. <laughs> All right. Uh, Stephen Michael uh, said, topsy-turvy, that is successfully spin your way into a station. And yeah, you know, the, the, first, Lane, the first couple of times you try that spin into the space station, it's really hard. But then once you yeah. figure it out, it, it just, it's almost like it's no, no big deal. It's second nature. Yeah. It becomes second yeah. nature. You just have to be one with it, I guess. Yes. Uh, and then last is, uh, Sean Lane, you're in trouble. That is kick your TV out of the window because you failed the station spin for the 80th time. There you go. See, that's, uh, it, the station spin at first, it kind of feels like maybe the landing the aircraft in Top Gun, you know, one of those yeah. moments where it's like you got to bring the you've done all the fighting. Now you got to bring the plane in. Right. Uh-huh. But it's yeah. it's what it's way yeah. easier once you figure it out. But anyways. all right. I think we've only got um, one thing left. What's that? Or no, we've got a couple of things back. But left. but anyway, I was jumping the gun. I was going to say. uh we got game rating and feedback. I don't know what you were going to say. I was going to say game rating, but uh, yeah, you'd, be, you'd, be cor- you'd be correct. Game rating. No game is worthy until the dudes have spoken. It's time for the game rating. All right, Amber, you are not, you, you, I know you listen to the show all the time. Like Justin said, um, we always listed in the car together and stuff, you know, but, uh, the game rating, in case you're not aware, the way we rate the game is pretty much nonsense. We'll come up with a category and then we'll just rate it based on that. So you'll, you'll right. see, we'll, we'll do ours first and you, you'll, you'll be able to figure it out. So how do you want to rate this game, Justin? Um, let's see. How about type of ice cream? Type of ice cream. Okay. All right. Yep. I'm good. I'm good with that. Uh, I'm right. gonna go. I'm gonna go first, if you don't mind. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with vanilla. All right. Um, because this game on the surface looks kind of plain. It looks like a lot of other top-down shooter games. The graphics are okay, but they're not, like, blowing you out of the water. There's not a lot of sound. You know, there's not a lot of music. It just seems like... It seems very bland, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
let me let me let me just say this is like a good vanilla ice cream by the way. It's like vanilla bean or something, right? Something that's a really good kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but then you take a bite and you're like, you know what? This is pretty good. And then next thing you know, you're through a whole pint of it, and uh, you've beaten the game. And you're like, wow, that's really good. And there was a couple bites there where it's hard to believe it was even vanilla. Like there's that song that played when I went to fight the boss, or you know. That time I beat Brandon's high score. It just felt really good. So it's a, you know, it's like a vanilla. It's like a really good vanilla. That you were, you weren't expecting much, but then when you started eating, it, it's like, oh wow, I really like this. So that's right, how I, I would like rate that. this game. I'm going to build on it and say that mine would be cookie cream, cookie dough um, ice cream, uh, and you know, it's it's vanilla. It's good. It's you know, it's a it's a it's a fallback. Like this game is you know, it's a good fallback game if you want to just pop something in and play. But then when that music hits and you get to the boss, it's like getting a bit of cookie dough. Oh, that's good. I like yours better than mine. Yep, I like yours better than mine. I think we're making Amber hungry. Well, after that, I'm really, I actually have cookie dough ice cream in their freezer right now. So I'm going to have some right after this, even though it's, uh, you know. Almost midnight our Mm -hmm. time. Um, but, but anyway, I was going to say Neapolitan ice cream, you know, that vanilla, strawberry, chocolate combination. Um, I would say, yes, there are parts that are plain, but there's also parts that are a little tangy, unexpected, um, you know, a little sour, a little tart. And then you've got that wholesomeness of the chocolate. That's those memories that kind of bind you to the game. And then when you put them all together, you say, dang, that was a really good game. I feel like I didn't waste my time. So I would say Neapolitan. All right. Chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. Kudos on picking up how we do the game rating very easily. I I commend you on that. Although I will say, don't let Amber fool you. She eats Neapolitan ice cream like Homer Simpson. She makes me, I, I, I typically scoop the ice cream for everybody in this house. And Amber always asks for vanilla and strawberry, skip the chocolate. So she's like eating, I said, why don't we just get some vanilla and strawberry ice cream? I'll just get you a scoop of each. She's like, nope, go ahead and get the Neapolitan. I may want the chocolate one day. It's <laughs> part of it, yeah. I will say it was after the C that that happened. Uh, that's true. That's true. After the, after the 19, she lost her taste for chocolate. I did. Oh, well, that no. was an awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't worry. Truncate silence. We'll take that right out. Okay. And it, won't, it won't feel awkward in the in, when people listen to it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Let's go to feedback. All right. We've got some. Let me do the uh, intro. Hold your horses. Hold them withers. It's time for D-Patter feedback, because when you're a D-Patter, you're a D-Patter for life. You're good to go now. All right. So we have some uh, good Facebook feedback. Uh, starting us off is Josh Diekman, who says, This is one I need to put more time into, but I remember playing it as a kid and being impressed the NES could run this game. Stephen Michael said it's like one of those all-time classics that everyone had but no one talks about. It's a really solid and fair game. It's beatable with a little practice. I enjoyed this game a lot as a kid and an adult. I knew, I knew I'd heard that comment from somewhere. That was Stephen Michael. Of course it was Stephen Michael. Uh, and Jesse Clever Vidal says, better than Top Gun and some of the level backgrounds remind me of Marble Madness. That's very true. 
Uh, did anyone else get Marvel Madness vibes like me? Yeah. Yeah. I the levels kind of look like Marvel Madness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amber doesn't know what we're talking about. That's okay. I know what Marvels are. Do you know what Madness is? Yeah. all right well we got any other feedback yeah we got a couple things did we ever read ashton barface's itunes review i don't think we did okay ashton barface says great podcast great console great games have maniac mansion but nothing to play it on oh that's Some, somebody get Ashton a, an NES. People. That's sad. Hmm. All right. And then we got a voicemail. All right. You ready? Oh, hey. What's up, guys? I'm Brendan. Heard you like my high score. Well, good, because I'll always be there. I'll be the highest score of all. You know, I'm so high. I'm like in outer space because my score is so high. Yeah, no big deal. This morning, I like woke up and just ate a bowl of excellence like normal uh oh yeah i also have to wear sunglasses at night because you know my future's so bright so <laughs> you know good luck ever trying to be miles for peace freaking brendan man there he oh, is God. that man i swear what man boy now he has to be a man i don't know there he is, the bane of my existence for 31 years, Brendan. Calling into the podcast. How is he still alive? I don't know. How are you still alive? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder sometimes. Uh, Touche. All right, we got one more voicemail. You ready? Yep. This is probably going to be like one of the most infamous sound bites you'll ever have from Nick Stevens, but uh, this is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Like, probably <gasps> top 10. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. I'm so glad. Yeah. Wow, that makes me so proud. Yeah. Well, it makes you feel any better. Uh, He's got a lot of top tens. He's got a lot of top tens. Well, I don't care. He he cared enough. He cared enough. Yeah. All right. I think that's pretty much it. It's kind of a shorter episode, but... uh, yeah, I, I mean, I really am very thankful that you all had me on this show. I'm I'm so sorry that my other commitments, you know, had me tied up for, you know, the few times and we had to, you know, reschedule. But I'm so glad that I could be on this show with you all. And, and, and you know, really, um, y'all have been great to work with and talk to, you know, it's just like talking to old friends. <laughs> well, I mean, we are kind well, of that is. I mean, yeah. We've been married for how long now? Like eleven 50 years. years. Oh wait, eleven years. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. right. Well, uh, you. Let's shout out to the uh, we dude Nico's eight bit stereo on YouTube for the stereoized tunes. Shout out to the Fox dude for our awesome logo, and you can. Also, hop over on to Patreon if you want to listen to these episodes a week early or if you want to get our Patreon-exclusive episodes, which are somewhat few and far between. Uh, I will admittedly do that. But if you just, in general, want to support the show, you can go there. Patreon.com slash BitBros. Unfortunately, you'll also be supporting the Genesis Chimps, but ignore that uh, and my yeah. leaders. Support us. Where can they find us, Justin? 
Well, you can find us, of course, on uh, social media under the Bit Brothers Gaming Community. Uh, as uh, Facebook, there's a lot of places. A lot of people put up their feedback. A lot of put a, a lot of people put up posts and things um, uh, that uh, you can read and interact with others. And uh, there's a website. What is that website? Uh, I always forget. That's Bit. Yeah. Brother. Well, Bit Brothers Network. Forget the website. Call us. <laughs> Here, what's the, what's the number? Give us the phone number. Yeah. Forget the website. We don't need no stinking website. Who uses websites anymore? Yeah. When's the last time you went on a website, Amber? It's been years. Yeah, exactly. Nobody goes to websites. Years. All right. Uh, that number, if you want to call us and leave us voicemail like Brendan did, uh, is 775-7-RETRO-1. Or if you prefer numbers only, I can give you that. That is 775-773-8761. All right. All right. Anything, any last words, Amber? It'll probably be another five years or never until you're on the show again. Wow. Thanks for that encouragement. I was going to say totally up to you, but uh, (laughs) this was the the buildup. This was the game we were building up to. Well, I know. I mean, like I said, I'm very gracious to be asked to be on here, and I'm just so glad that we could all work this out. And, you know, y'all have really... fed into my craving for cookie dough ice cream. So I think at this point, wow. once the show is concluded, I'm going to go to our freezer and get my Ben and Jerry's uh, cookie dough ice cream. So Okay. Sounds good. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Love we'll you, party talk with people. you all later. All right. See you guys. All right. <laughs>